Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Here's the thing. I don't think people are inherently... You know, I am as big of a pessimist and a, you know negative person as anybody, but I don't believe that people are inherently bad. I actually think that you see someone in trouble, people step up, sometimes risk their lives to help others, to help strangers, all that good stuff. I think that people are taught, I think people are inherently selfish. Yeah, that's part of our survival mechanism where, you know, when we were, uh, you know, when we were every tiny man from tots, and you keep when your, we were tiny tots. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to you have to try to get as much milk as you can, for the and uh, you're going to fight for it. Yeah, so I do think we're inherently selfish, and I think we're inherently stupid. Uh, we're not as smart as you would have thought. Right. Um, you know, I would have assumed uh, after two thousand plus years of existence. Uh, I know that's even cutting it very short in terms of the amount we've been around. We would have improved more. We've made these inventions, but here's the thing. These inventions, I think, have given us a false sense of our own progress. We've invented a great deal of things the last 200 years, right? We've we've invented just create. It's been crazy. There was not that much that was really changed over a thousand year period. And all of a sudden, over the last 200 years, it's grown exponentially in terms of all the things we've invented. And that gives us a false sense that we've progressed as a civilization beyond where we have, because people still can be brainwashed into doing terrible things. And that's what I think would explain a lot of the things we're seeing, a lot of the um, nationalism, not just here, but around the world. I feel like people are uh, inherently good, though. And I, I still believe that. I don't. When you meet people after shows, even in places where you might not agree with them uh, philosophically or politically, there's a goodness to people. I do believe that. And it's just, you know, I, I'm just bummed out that for whatever reason, and here's the thing. Um, when you think of the Holocaust and you think Which of, I think of often, uh, keep going. Okay. But when you think of, but th that's sort of a, a touch point, to, that, that's sort of a, you know, something to look at in terms of, okay, have we progressed in the last, you know, 75, 70 plus years as a society? Um, in the whole scheme of humanity, that's not that long of a stretch of time, right? And 
when you think of the uh, the, the sort of uh, when you think of them getting that amount of people to do that many terrible things, um, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have that was word of mouth, yeah. right? Right. So think of what the internet can help people do. Think of what in terms of getting false information and believing all of these myths about other human beings. And it further divides us. And I think it further explains uh, the, the internet and all of the communication that we have, all these false stories. It further explains why we're having all this nationalism and why everyone's so fucking angry. I mean, it's making everyone angry. All this, all this information. Yeah, it's making people angry and people are just so mean. I mean, I said something <clears throat> I said something online akin to you know, this makes me so happy. Someone said something nice about uh my show and I said, you know, this is why I'll continue to work till my death to make you happy. And no one said, "Oh, thank you. We love you." You know, people say that in the room when you're performing. They'll be like, you know, you get that. We love cash. We love you. I love you, buddy. But no one says that on Twitter at all or anything. What I got was a bunch of people going, ew. Gross. A lot of that ew and gross. What is that about? What What, what is the deal there? It's, it's, it's not only uncool to be like honest and sincere it's just like gross and you weird why that's like ugh, makes me sick to my stomach that you're being sincere and those people just can't be happy they just cannot be happy people and the internet is enabling them to say something like that without any repercussions they would not that's say that to me to my face and I thought for sure with the internet, when they just kind of, you know, people just went after me, just like too viciously no, attacked. No, no. I thought that, oh, geez, this this is going to translate into um, people yelling things during shows. Never has. Never once. Maybe two or three times ever, ever. And it's once or twice, people. other people yeah. saying they're saying it to other people. It's just, yes, it's cowards, but it's people. It's a lot of cowardly people say, in their basement. Right. It's in their basement uh, with no repercussions, writing all the hurtful things that they've been feeling you know, I don't their even, whole lives. That often I don't even think is. that it's in the basement. I think that it's, <laughs> I really don't. I think some of these people are, are in not a subground. Yeah, I think they're above ground. Some of them might be on a second story. Their comments story. are subterranean, but their comments are often subterranean. But here's the thing. This is the other factor, and this is why everyone's so there angry. There are notes from the underground. That's true. Because I feel more angry than I've felt in my lifetime. And it's because I never really, you know, I didn't watch the news with this level of interest because I didn't, nothing's been going on like this in my lifetime, obviously. And I need to keep track of it to make decisions about my family, about my future, about Mostly when I, about your... you know, so, so, so I've been watching the news or reading the news more than I ever have. And you have these news sources that further uh, divide people on a level that we've, I mean, if, if, if it was always like that, maybe it was, but most of us weren't paying any attention. And each news source 
is spending all of its time trying to uh, get you to read in the well, side, yeah, of, but also to get you to read. Well, and that's why it's always going to be negative stories. You know, yeah. in any event, that's part of what's happening here. I don't think it's just the, the Internet. I think it's the news, which. It was always negativity always sold, but now it's I, 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 it must be as bad as it's ever been. I think it's much worse. I think because of what you're saying that people can be so mean with no repercussions. You just used to have to be able to fist fight if you wanted to say some of the stuff that yeah. people say to each other I mean, on the that's internet. The say the phrase "say that to my face" is really was really a a very forward thinking phrase. I don't think we had any idea how important that phrase would be 30 yeah. years ago. It's its own. You know? uh, no, I mean that, no, no, that's a great point. It's its own. It's an axiom. That's a really good point. In fact, I'm going to write that down because, but I, but I do it's think an axiom PJ, means something that's self-evident and also just says even more than what it's trying to say. And that's one of the first true axioms I've heard in a long time where, um, you know, say it to my face encompasses uh, everything that's wrong right now. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of people now because of the overflow of how upsetting this is really being terrible to. Uh, each other to each other's faces, like rallies I mean, at this and protests point, and stuff like that. I saw, yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe point, I saw those kids saying that yeah, those cops TJ, were fat. At this point, it was crazy. At this point, talk to the hand. That's an improvement over what we're getting. Right. Talk to the hand is where we should be. At least that's, you know, at least you're in the same room with the person. At least they're actually trying to talk right. to the face. And then you say, Instead talk to say the it hand. to my face. Right. I, mean, I, I don't think that it was really clear what your joke was there. And I think that's okay, fine. Okay. We'll streamline. No, but I, <laughs> <laughs> We're workshopping the idea. No, but you're absolutely right. It's like, at this point, say it to my face. Just say it to my hand. You know? Yeah, that's say better it to than the hand. The face the isn't listening, but the hand will give you a little yeah. listen. <laughs> the, I'll tell you what. The handle have more of a response. Pinky finger will tune yeah. in, and the middle finger's definitely got something to say. <laughs> There's a lot of digits on the hand that can handle this situation. Could be a could be an eyeball. They poke, can handle right, it. With the right. They can handle it. Emphasis on the hand. Yeah, could be a circle, which is like okay, I hear what you're saying, and I kind of agree with it. Or it could be a middle finger, which you know. That can be interpreted different ways. Sometimes, but right now, people you know, are that could be a positive the room with middle fingers up. That's like mm -hmm. the default what do you position. Think about the of people is really, 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 really bad right now. You know, what do you think about the middle finger where they don't bother to do the uh, the fingers around it? They don't bother to to shape it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just like this. They don't do that. They just they just yeah they just do that. What do you think about? I that? like. This is, is that, a lot classier with the knuckles halfway down, with the fingers halfway down, except for the middle finger. I was always sort of. You think that's. Popular? I was always taught like I like this. You know, this is a weird one where you're like holding all of them in. I feel like you're almost saying I don't have the dexterity to do it right. <laughs> no. Right? I you know what I, think I sometimes think is he just doesn't <laughs> have any other fingers. He's just, and then it's confusing. It's like maybe he's just pointing to tell me where he needs to go. Yeah, or something that's going on, but yeah, you want to do the folded half fingers all across the board, and the thumb out. The thumb can be out, the thumb out, and then the 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 
I, I haven't seen the thumb out. The other three fingers, thumb out. Uh, that's the right way to do it. Thumb in with those is sort of weird. Where are you putting your thumb? Well, what if you do? I, I kind of tuck it in. I want that out of the way. That Let's isn't see. part Let's of the see. equation Let's for see. me. You know, I, I tuck it now, in. Now, see, that's the problem is, first of all, your, your, your ring finger and index finger are kind of going back because you're, you know, you're going I, in. You're basically doing the halfway between... This one, which is, he doesn't even have other fingers except for the middle. It's not about the thumb. Look, I take umbrage with your uh Well, you know what I say to that? Yeah, I take these to the middle. Do you know how many, how many times I've, do you know how many times I've given someone the middle finger? Zero. No. I've never done it. Ah, <laughs> that can't be true. I know, I've never done it. I know how to do it, but I've never do it done tomorrow. it like in anger. Do it tomorrow afternoon. I've never done it in anger. To me, it just seems really, it just, it doesn't get the job done. You got, you got I, I told you, it's much better to smile, especially when you're in traffic, smile and act like you don't get that they're pissed at you. The job is to get them to give you the middle <laughs> finger. That means you've won. I do like, I do like imagining you That's in traffic goal. and the guy's like, That's the hey, goal. fuck you, man, you cut me up. And, you're, you're and I was like, yeah, cool. The Thank thumbs you. up hurts them much more than the middle finger ever could because it means they didn't get to you and you didn't even get that they were pissed at you, that, you, that they thought you did <laughs> something they wrong. Think, oh, I've been That's ineffective. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, the winner of any argument is the is the guy that's less yeah. angry. That's the way it is. Well, I think that's a great point. I think I've given people the middle finger a couple times, but you're right. You're, now that I'm really thinking about it, I'm not sure I was ever like, hey, man, fuck you, because saying fuck you is enough. I think the middle finger was invented in a while ago when you wanted to kind of look somebody, look at somebody really hard and go like this to be like, fuck you, although I'm not going to say it. Now people are just like, why would I not say it? You know? Okay, here's another one I wanted to talk to you about. With the masks, the one thing I like about the masks, you can mutter obscenities under your breath and they can't I see your lips moving. And joke. you're really, yeah. and you can sort of, um, you know, diffuse your own anger, at least publicly, where they would have seen you. Been I, like, this I think I, I and you're saying that to yourself, but they can't it's hear great. you. Great. I mean, I think you must have seen kind that me doing that online because I've been doing that joke online. And I can no, only I imagine that I, you've stolen it and you're trying to repurpose it no, in the podcast. And I that's did. just all I can say <laughs> that, to that is really <laughs> shifty, right? <laughs> See what I'm doing here? For the, pod- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, For the podcast, so that you guys know when we're giving each other middle finger and the thumbs up, middle finger sounds yeah. like this. <laughs> that would have been, that'd, that'd be really funny. And then the thumbs up, tell them what the thumbs up is. Yeah, the thumbs up. Yeah, but up? what's the sound you're going to make? You just did it. I don't know yeah, what I did. I, it's like I, I gave you the fingers and I went. <laughs> yeah. And you gave me thumbs yeah. up and you're like. Huh? And I just laughed. Yeah, but here's the thing. That'd be an interesting way for the podcast to end. That would that would start a real rumor mill. People are like, did Cash steal TJ's joke? Use it on the no, same podcast no, that he does with TJ. But that well, now how that, often? That, how many jokes? Yeah, how many jokes would I have to steal before you'd really start to get pissed? That'd be an interesting little, we, little uh, uh, practical joke you could do is, on somebody. <laughs> you just keep stealing their jokes, doing it with them on the show. Like at a certain point, I would get to be. It'd be interesting upsetting. to see how long you could do it before the politeness kind of went away, and it was like, "Hey, you know, those are my jokes, right?" Yeah, and then you're like, "No, no, no, I wrote these," and then that's how you have the falling out. Like, no, I, I, I have a spec. I did those on television, and you're now you're doing them back. No, 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 I wrote those yesterday. Yeah, my back. wife and I wrote those, and I actually yeah. I haven't seen your special yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's keep saying. 
Well, I and then you like, and then you pull the camera around because we're on the camera. You know, we have a, we're across the, you know, the seas. We're not across actually, the seas. We're across the country. We're, we're actually not anywhere across. We're only across a couple of bodies. Not, there's of no water. sea. Few bodies, you know, unless you consider the Great Lakes. Those are big um, bodies. But you have a whole like you have a whole like whiteboard filled with the other person's jokes. So it's just in the same order of how they did them on their special. <laughs> and you just totally deny the whole thing. You're just like, no, 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 no. I came up with these. <laughs> you know, sometimes when people and you do that whole thing, you're like, sometimes when people hang out together yeah, too much, you know, right. they start to rub off on each other. Like, no, you did it word I for like word. That. Uh, yeah, fuck? but we're all kind of look we're searching for the same Easter eggs, right? I mean, we're yeah, all on the yeah, hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Now sometimes, you know, that happens. And and if you're you really know, funny, hey, listen, if you're thing. really funny and somebody else is really funny, they may write the same joke word for word, but one subsequently years afterwards and tell it back to them as if the other one hadn't written it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um you know what I want to talk to you about? Well, you wanna maybe we should do the uh, Well, I do want to talk about the mask thing because yeah. in New York we're wearing masks all the time. You really can't go outside without wearing a mask. And that's created a bizarre situation. I think a lot of frustration for people. And um, I I just didn't understand the mask under the nose. I didn't get it. It's just like, it's Mm -hmm. like having your wang hang out for a wick dip, you know, over your underwear. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I kind of make a joke about it. It's like, are these people playing percentages? Are they saying like, all right, well, you know, I'm for I'm 60% covered. So that's, um, but again, it's two holes rather than one. Yes. The other hole is bigger, but you're double trouble left and right with the nose holes. Mm -hmm. I understand it. And then as I've worn different types of masks, I realized it's really tough to breathe in some of these. So a little practical living in modern age I had Kate sew buttons on the side of my baseball cap, big kind of black buttons. And Mm -hmm. I put the mask over those instead of my ears. Wow. I I didn't know Kate could sew. I love that. That's what blew you away here. (laughs) That's what, that's what I take out of this. No, but I mean, that's a, that's a big win to be with someone that can sew. Really? That sounds a little, little old school but like there's because there's reasons why look for example our beanbag broke and april was like i'll sew it and i'm like i think we both know you can't sew and you've never sewn in your life and i just cut to the chase and just got the uh electrical tape and that's what's holding it together now because it was like let's not fl- it's been in the why garage don't you, why don't months. you give her a chance to sew it back together because i gave her six months i was like let's 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 be realistic you're not going to ever do this I'm going to just knock some electrical tape around it. Now we're basically have an electrical tape chair. That's the way we're doing things. We also have about, I don't know, 5,000 beans somewhere in the house that blow around when the, we open a window, right? So it's like, I mean, half of the beanbag chair is just, we're just living, it's just living amongst it. We're just living amongst it. It's I like, like that. You're living amongst Even people. the ants, even the ants, even the ants in our house are like, what, what's up with the fucking beans? Clean up your house. <laughs> you know, I think you should be doing more of this type of. I will. No, I but will. they. Who was it? Um. Uh, the um. I'm still here. Hold on one second. The uh, uh yeah, yeah, it was Louis C.K. that he was doing sort of absurdist, funny material, 
And then somebody said, God, you are so funny off stage. You're funny on stage, but you're so funny off stage when you talk about, um, you know, when you talk about your wife, the way you talk about her. I know. And you really yeah. like dig in. And so he started doing that and, um, and it worked. I know. That's but why, that, I, that, that's why I enjoy the podcast so much though, TJ, because I, it's weird. I don't love sharing too much of my real life with strangers, but the 12 and a half doesn't feel like, I think strangers. that's very it's weird, true, but it is. It, and I, I have done that kind of stuff on stage and I'll tell you, all it takes is one night where they're not laughing at that type of material. That's very personal to me. And I get really fucking pissed. And you know what comes out? The bird. I guess for the bird, the whole audience at once goes, The more personal the material is, yeah. I don't know. The more personal the material gets sometimes, the more pissed I get. If I have someone snickering in front row, it's like, you know, that person. If it's not super personal, I don't get so pissed. And I don't like being pissed on stage, which. No, I don't. That's what I love about 12 and a half. I feel like we can. Lately, I've been doing a lot of. I said a co- at a couple of shows, I've just, you know, potential hecklers. I've been like, don't really don't push me here. This is just not. Yeah, let's the, not start. With no, that. but it's funny. I mean, I say, you know, this is just not the time. To do this. It's you're not going to walk out happy. It's going to be a sad ending for you and your life. And uh, so just take it. <laughs> just take it away. Take whatever you're thinking of doing and just take it away and don't do it uh, because it's just not going to end up being the thing that you wanted to do. But that's because I don't like getting mad on stage. And when I do, I can be really cutting, really mean, and in a funny way, not in an uncomfortable right. people are like, ugh, way, in a way where people are still laughing, but I'm saying some pretty harsh truths. And I did a meta bit where I was telling this girl about how, forget exactly how it went, but it was, it's in Oklahoma City, and mostly, excuse me, 12. The half can sit down. Just kidding. They're already sitting. They don't have legs. Um, you know, I, I I sort of tried to explain to her, like, you know, I'm I'm just joking around with this person and making fun of them. Some woman who wouldn't stop talking in the front row. And I said, because the audience is really upset right now. All of us are right now and we're angry. And so I'm helping them sublimate their anger in a non-threatening way, kind of teasing this girl and this guy, and I don't really have any strong opinions about them. So that might start to be what is necessary as a stand-up comedian. Um, you know, with regards of going on stage, is not being mad at the audience, but being mad for the audience. And that's kind of the Lewis Black of, of it all in that era. But, you know... I've got good friends, Nick Vatterot, real friends, friends that I consider friends, friends that I do not do a podcast with, would would not do a podcast with for fear of absolutely having my material stolen and being flipped the bird. But uh, I know I'm, you know, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty blown away with some of my friends who, and Nick writes for Bill Maher, and that's a very, of course, political, ideological, uh, and I did feel, I, I felt him slipping a little bit to the kind of jaded, hard, but not far left. And now I talked to him tonight, and he just is like over the whole thing, over the cancel culture, over 
he, he and I were discussing how now if you don't say anything, that's being aggressive. You know, this idea of silence is violence. And it's like, well, what if I don't want to champion a cause? I'm not actively trying to stop it, right? But now it's being said that, like, if you are silent, you are being violent. It is aggressive and wrong for you not to say what I'm saying. And Vaderot had a great point. That is fascism. Fascism is like you don't get to decide what you say and don't say. I get to decide not only what you talk about, but also what you what you have to say about it. So topic and opinion is decided by me or you're being violent in the opposition. I, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with extremism on either side. And, and it's done a lot of damage in the history of civilization yeah. and on either side. And so I completely understand that viewpoint. And what it does as a comedian is if it gets too politically correct, we have to watch what we say too much and... That's unfortunate. No, that always stuff comes that, out of that. That always hurts stuff. You know, it's it's um. There's things that are going to people are going to you know listen to early episodes. You know where we'll say stuff eight years ago that no longer seems cool. You know, no longer seems like uh, we're good guys or whatever. But yeah, when I, have when I used to, when I used to talk about mule fucking a horse, you would actually mule fuck I mean, the horses a horse. Were, yeah. And now yeah. the horses say, were hey, whoa, whoa with the horses thing. If you're going to fuck a horse, horse, fuck a horse. Don't mule fuck a horse. Just like you wouldn't bear fuck your sister's wife. I mean, see, and in five time. years, we'll look yeah. back at that sister's wife bear fucking joke and people will be like, TJ was really an insensitive asshole. I, I mean, look, I have an insensitive piece of. Uh, a, a thought that I wanted to share with you. It's, it's an essential question of human nature. And I think that some people might misconstrue or they, no, no, they might not misconstrue. They might uh, recoil at the idea of it just because, um, you know, it's not a topic that's easy for people to discuss, but I'm just going to throw it out there right now. The essential question of human nature. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. And I'm just going to ask you, I mean, why do homeless people have such great heads of hair? I mean, just long, flowing locks of hair that I would die for. And, you know, um, it doesn't seem fair that they have these. I mean, they've 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 suffered. They've had a, a poor lot in life because they're living on the street. But they have flowing, beautiful locks of hair. Why would Some that of them do, you know, I, I have almost never seen a bald homeless person. Really? Oh, no. you got to come over to my place. Flowing no, you got to come over to my hair. place. Larry, Carrie, Jerry, all the homeless people I've found whose names rhyme with scary, they all live with me and they're all bald. <laughs> it's a prerequisite. I've told I you cast this. them I, all in I my uh, that... my miracle on 35th Street. This is a tiny uh, Miracle 35th Street. I love it. This is a, a last episode, by the way, TJ, uh, if you listen to the last, you should definitely go back. Actually, go back and listen to all the episodes the and see how offended Nine years worth. Yeah, go back to the beginning. You're going to get very offended and, you know, be very upset with us at times. But um, we should give people a patch or something that make it through all the episodes. Uh, some, listen, some I'm going to say right now, I will do yeah. that. Yeah. If you, yeah, patch, if you can like a, prove... Through video of you sitting and listening to every single episode of Cashing In with TJ Miller, I yeah. think, 
I will get you an iron-on patch, and not just any patch, a patch that has color threads. So it'll be a colored there, patch. There used to be a, 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 it was either a pin or a patch they would give you if you survived an extra inning baseball game at Candlestick. It was so cold. Really? They called it the craw to candlestick, which meant I came, I saw, I froze my ass off. Really? And it was a great promotion. Um, it was sort of like anybody that survived that stadium at night and anyone that survives the lunacy that we've put people through over the last nine years, they should get something. Well, if this, if these know? were better times, I would say that anyone who can actually do that, like go through every single episode and video themselves doing it. Not only will I make it a piece of art that'll go in the National Archive, I would, I'll give you a gold bar and not a little one. Because by the time um, you do it, things should be at least a little better. But we were saying that a while ago. I think that was the problem with the pandemic and it not getting really that much better is that... Uh, it's starting, we're starting to doubt ourselves when we say it's got to get better, right? It's got to. Yeah. I and I think that's what's happening with the election. What's so scary about the election is that no matter which way it goes, it's not going to get better. It doesn't seem like. That's, I totally agree with that. I, I'm, I'm worried about, I'm worried about a civil war, really. I'm worried it's just, I don't even, no matter what happens, it's going to be bad. That's how it feels. Let me just say on the same just as we were talking about homeless people in their hair, the older people get, the more they care about their hair. Have you noticed that? I mean, I think no, that's I partially- I can't stop noticing it. Because they I mean, have, I've noticed it the last like I, two or three minutes. And we've already talked about, about how the older- How can I not be noticing it? We've already talked about how the older you get, the more- the higher percentage of people you find attractive. And that's one of the best things about aging. We talked about that last month. And yeah. I, I'm a little older than you. The older you get, the more everyone is beautiful. Because in comparison to you, they were all uh, far superior to you in beauty. Um, but the one thing that older people do not let go of is uh, how their hair looks. And I think that's because that's the thing they have the most control over, no matter how old they get. Um, I mean, people are taking insane risks to get their haircuts during this uh, during this pandemic. I mean, they're they're, they're just that's the first thing. It, not the schools opening. The first thing that opened was Barbers. the uh, hair salon. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy if you really think about our well, priorities. It's like it's I mean, like my women kids are not about shoes because we all really women have American, feet and they have. Yeah, we. Well, that's true, but. But we can really see America's priorities by what opened first, uh, you know, hair salons and football. You know, football is like we don't we're going to do whatever it takes. Right? We're not doing there will be no precautions. We're going to play football. Right. Because that's what America cares about. Hair salons. We care how our and hair tattoo looks. parlors. We, fuck if, if we, lose, tattoo we lose parlors a few people. Some. Tattoo parlors. We want to put some ink on our bodies. We care about that. School, eh, maybe that'll, we'll open well, those later. I think, I've, yeah, I think that's it. That is strange because, well, but they're, those aren't super spread or huge crowds. I think was the idea is like, let's test and see if you can get a haircut and people don't get the virus. But that was the other thing is like, it's just, there's so little known about it even still. I'm pretty, I'm pretty dead set on being okay with being in public without a mask at some point, just if you're outdoors, 
I just don't I don't I think it's gonna end up being too hard to get it if you're outdoors. I'm 50-50 on caring. I I'm I don't the mask doesn't the advantages are almost equal to me. Um it's a pain to put it on, it's a pain how hot my breath gets, it's a pain how sweaty I get. But then the positives are I don't have to communicate or have people see how I'm really feeling. And I kind of like that. So maybe I'm a, more of an introvert than I thought. I, to me, it's a wash. I, I like certain aspects of it. I, really I, do. uh, I don't like having you should to, get you should get you should get April to sew buttons on your baseball cap. Yeah, I'm going to if I can or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly Kate in here. And uh, I think that's funny that you say, yeah, Kate can do all kinds of stuff. She can do soldering and her. stuff. I mean, she. You know, she's an installation artist, so she kind of has to do everything. She, by the way, she sent me a hat, and I, I took a picture of myself wearing it and uh, uh, thanked her. But she she sent me a hat. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, it's upstairs. I'm, I'll show it to you after the episode. It's a, It says cash, and then there's a picture of a cow on the hat. I love it. I wear it all the time. Yeah, she. It's awesome. Yeah, she yeah. said so I, I, she's that. she's a she's a great find. You gotta you gotta yeah, you gotta Cash, hang on to her. She's she a great bought find. that and sent it to you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What? Oh, you right. did that? <laughs> was that she, you? It said it was. Well, she 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 uh, signed the. Uh, yeah. The the package. Husbands payment. don't have their wives write the cards. No. Oh, I see. Okay, that was you. Well, thank you, buddy. Buddy, I always nice take credit for my wife's accomplishments. Listen, she sent that you to you. Don't ever tell her that I tried to take credit for it. It was she filed for divorce last year when she found out Either that way. I said that I actually sent her her great grandmother a button. Okay. Well, either way, I'm thankful for the hat, and I got to tell you this: um, I've been using all of her jokes. I steal all of her jokes. I'm so proud of you for that. So she's sending them to me and, you know, you might, I better just confess now. I've been not only stealing you, your jokes, but. Her well, and all. she's, she's been sending me your jokes. And I, I don't know if you know that. And I just haven't used any of them. There's no reason to really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the old drag and drop. I'm doing a sort of event tomorrow where they keep sort of uh, praising the virtues of the drag and drop. It's a computer industry thing that they're doing, the drag and drop. And I'm going to do a joke where I talk about how I have a carpal drag and dropple syndrome. <laughs> drag, drag and dropple syndrome. And I don't know if that's the right way to – should it be just drag and drop sim- syndrome or is it funny to say drag and drop? I think uh, drag and dropple it's, syndrome it's, it sounds more like but carpal. also syndrome, drag and syndroptrum. Okay, because I have to. I have to really. Sin dragon drop drum, carpal tunnel. Okay. Sin dragon drop drum. <laughs> That's gonna be hard to say, but I like it. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask. I'll be like, what? I mean, what if you don't stick the drop? I mean, sometimes you don't. Yeah, stick that's it. right. You Does know? it end up in your trash? So you got to stick the drop. How did you learn to stick the drop? I've done these interviews with all these executives. I'm gonna be like, how did you learn to stick the drop? Because sometimes. I mean, especially after my carpal drag and dropple syndrome, I don't stick the drop. You can do my, uh, you can do my joke about um, I pop, but sometimes I have trouble locking. Oh, and so yeah. you should just be like, "Hey, um, you ever drag and forget to drop? So just the whole rest of the day you're just dragging around." Oh, you that's know? good. 
Because if you how long and how long can you drag for before you have got to drop? And then you can say, if you ever tried to drop when you haven't dragged anything, that's that's embarrassing. That's I mean, that's a bad look. (laughs) You know, Jim walks over to you while you're on your computer. He's like, are you are you dropping anything? Looks like you're trying to drop and you haven't even dragged. And you're like, well, no, no, I'm just I, I was about to drag a bunch of things. So I wanted to. To work on the drop because I I want yeah, to stick the drop. Drag. I just thought I'd do I, that I want to. I'm going to stick the drop. I want to make sure I can stick. The drop. How pissed is drop that that it gets you know second fiddle to drag? I mean, why why isn't it drop no, and drag? You're, it doesn't get second billing. It's headlining. You well, so? you got to think about it. Your opener is the drag, and then you're closing hopefully strong if you're sticking the drop. Well, uh, this. This is like a speech about forms and about how making forms. And I got to tell you right now, I'm going to, I have a joke. I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I think Helvetica is going to have a lot to say about this because you have given, you have given the fonts short thrift in this speech because it's not enough about Helvetica. Uh, and also Times New Roman. I mean, how are they going to feel about this new change? I have a, I have a, I have a font joke, a great font joke. It was in one of my specials. And then at the end, I say, uh, <laughs> and then at the end, I actually say, um, I say, uh, I say, I what say uh, at the end, I say, that was a Helvetica of a joke. Oh, man. Okay. That's, that's not something I want to, yeah. That, Sorry. TJ just took his belt off and I was gonna, put it around. I was going to attempt to autoerotic, but I just asphyxiated. Yeah, that was, yeah, I just, you know, that's sort of like the drag and drop, except much, much more. Uh, How have extreme. these shows been going before I mention? I mean, let's talk about that during the, uh, <laughs> during, during the aftermath and the, you know, uh, but um, I mean, there's, there's aspects of it that can be fun and certain aspects that, that aren't, but let me, before we do anything like that, let's do a couple maskers. What do you think? I would love that. I was talking about doing an all maskers show back in 92. Maybe- well, maybe the next one, but I actually have more stuff to discuss with you, so I'm not sure. I only want to do two or three maskers, and that's going to be this tasty classic, because we actually had a lot of fun things we were able to talk about for this one, and I had a great time with yeah, you. Yeah, and I've, I've been um, around. I went I went under, I went under the stairs. Um, you did? Yeah. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Um, I've got a couple couple maskers I wanted to, to run by you. And thank you for sending these 12 and a half. We appreciate your support. Uh, Dane Milner writes, uh, when you feed someone alphabet soup, are you putting words in their mouth? That's a great one. Yes. I mean, that's. And in the most, in the only positive way. Downtown. Never, never has anybody said he put words in my mouth and I was really thankful to him because I was hungry all day and I had a cold earlier. And it wasn't the pandemic, it wasn't COVID, but I was very, I was under the weather and he put words in my mouth. That's great. And it is, it's the only time that anyone has ever done anything. David Hammer. What about David Hasselhoff? David Hammer asks, better name for cooking spray? Quote, butter mister? And is Miss Butterworth aware this has been going on? Butter mister. I like it. Or butter, butter spray, butter. No, you know that's, that's good my wife's entire using theory. mister 
uh, in two different forms. Right. Right. So butter yeah. mister and a butter yeah. mister is a beautiful cooking spray. Sounds ugly. Butter misters mist is always nice. You know, musty yeah. butter spray. And this is a conversation I've had for the last 10 years with April. She'll say, do you want to, you want me to put some butter spray on that? And I'll say, please don't. No, I don't, I don't want butter spray on my Why do- <laughs> She'll walk over with we the butter spray as if, that, as if that can help the situation. She'll walk over with butter spray uh, from the noodles that she cooked, which is pretty so, much her bread and butter. Bread and, no bread butter, and butter, butter, mister. <laughs> she'll walk over with the butter spray and she'll be hovering above my meal which will taste exactly the same as the other thousands of meals she's made. <laughs> and she'll go, and she'll go, do you want uh, some butter spray? And I'll go, no, I've never wanted it. And I never will. It's not going to change. Don't, why does, you don't why need don't to ever you, have, have you tried it? Have you tried me. the butter spray? Um, yes, and I have. Is it, it real butter? No, it, it's, it's worse than real butter. So I, I think so. I don't, I just, it's, I'm not into it. That's all I'm saying. Well, here's a few, here's a few you sent me. Hey guys, I just had the best, idea for a new sport. It's called gravy training. It's like bowling, but instead of a ball, you use a large Ziploc bag full of gravy. <laughs> it's got some kinks, but we'll iron now, those out. And I think, I, I think you should say it's got some kinks. We'll, but iron we'll those roll out those out. We'll roll through. But we'll roll the dice to mix my metaphors. Oh <laughs> I love that. I love it. Gravy training. From the minds of someone in the 12 and a half. It's beautiful. Um, so uh, it's, it's the Okay, return. how about this? Let me just read this real quick. One more. Okay. Okay, you go, no, go, go ahead. Nathaniel White writes, If eyes are the windows to the soul, are masks the garage door to the stomach? <laughs> Did we do that one? <laughs> that one is so funny. If mask or mask the one. garage door <laughs> to the mouth, right? I love it. Say it, it really again. Is. Say it one more time. Eating. If this is Nathaniel White, if eyes are the windows to the soul, are masks the garage door to the soul? Yeah, that's great. God, that's so oh, funny. That's a good one. Um, it's in the return, $3 a month. Said new to the Patreon, not sure if I'm supposed to comment somewhere else. Thank you for joining uh, Patreon to support us. It's that's huge. It's great. But after listening to last episode, let's go yodeling. I was surprised the yodeling stopped at Yodelay He Horton Here's a Who. When it should have gone on to be it should have gone on to be a horny Yoda Ladle Horton Here's a Who, but with Cash doing his Yoda having an orgasm expression. So that's a horny Yoda yodeling about ladles. <laughs> Who? <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Uh, Wait, what song would that be? Hold on. I didn't hear the last one. That is so funny. So he's saying if we had continued past Yoda Leahy Horton Here's a Who, it could have been a horny Yoda singing Yoda ladle horton hears a hoo hoo but with cash doing his yoda having an orgasm impression so that would be a horny yoda yodeling about ladles who <laughs> i mean that sounds like a really tough that task is, right that, is a, that, a, that is a that is a deep deep cut <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, one more from Nathaniel White. Is a pop-up tent really just an upside-down four-way ladle? I think it's good, but I think it's more a tent. Yeah, you're, I get what you're saying. Pop-up tent just being a tent. It's an upside-down ladle. It definitely is. Yeah. It's a bad label as is, but if you turn it upside down, it's a great label. Um, Blair Bazderick said, hello, I've been using as nasty as I want to be a lot lately. It's perfect for this moment. But I have to say, I love birdbath conversation. I had an actual birdbath conversation about birdbaths last weekend, and you two were in my heart while it was happening. I love you, Blair. And... I gotta say, every time we that, have a bird bath, every time I do, every time I do have a bird bath conversation, and it's about bird baths, it makes me smile, and it has happened. It's happened. I think it's funny now, that I hang we out. have a bird bath at our place in Long Island, where my father in law lives, and he spends a lot of his time, especially pre surgery. Um, filling the bird feeder, which is near the bird bath, and just watching the birds and watching them feed and watching them go in the bath and then watching the squirrels and the hedgehogs, um, which also go into the bird bath. So I've had many bird bath conversations with him, and I got to say, a couple of them have been pretty fascinating. Well, I spend a lot of my time standing next to bird baths so that I can have bird bath conversations and feel like I knew what I was talking about in terms of how boring those conversations can be. I'm trying to make my life, you know, sort of emulate reality in that way. I spend, I actually live underneath a giant bird bath. My entire house is shaped like a bird bath. And if I could just tell you a little bit about the bird bath, I think that would be awesome. Please do. Um, it's got these different like buttons on it. And then there's like a mask over the front of it. And it's a bird bath with, um, it's got different things stenciled in it. Mm. And a lot of birds like to hang out there. Mm. And then sometimes there's water in it and sometimes there isn't. And sometimes the bird bath is like dirty and sometimes it's clean. And then it's not really super tall or that's short. The, I don't really know how to describe it. That's the case it. with a lot of things. And me, you know, I'm in the middle of telling you about my bird right. bath. And, you know, there's a lot of times when I feel like maybe I should just swim in it myself. Is it big enough for you to swim in? And, you know, in? it's just one of Yeah, it, but it's not that big to swim in. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's really, you know, been nice to have, but I don't know if the birds really like it a whole lot or if they don't like it. Sometimes some of the birds have different wings and some of the wings are bigger than others. <laughs> Sometimes the birds have beaks, but you know, a lot of times these days, birds don't have beaks, um, <laughs> especially the ones that like land in my bird bath. Now, sometimes I'll put like seeds in the bird bath and other times I won't. Um, it was kind of like my idea to do it. And then um, sometimes I like that I did it. Sometimes I don't. So that's kind of the way I feel about the, the bird bath. Um, I could go on. Should I continue? Please. So I think. <laughs> My favorite is some of them have beaks. Some of them don't. A lot of, a lot of birds don't have beaks lately. I'm like, those are squirrels. <laughs> 